Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here's your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by socialmediaexaminer.com. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media and the creator. I am really stoked about today's show. I'm going to be joined by Amanda Bond, and we'll explore how to use Facebook custom audiences to run your Facebook ads. By the way, if you want to reach me, email podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com. It comes right to my inbox. And don't forget about my other weekly podcast. It's called the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. You can find it anywhere that you subscribe to podcasts. All right, let's transition over to this week's brand new find. Helping you stay alive in a social jungle, here's this week's survival tip. This week, I'm joined by Eric Fisher with a brand new discovery. What'd you find, Eric? I found an awesome tool for all the people out there who get so mixed up on their time zones that they can't convert them. (laughs) Ah, What's it called? (laughs) It's called My Time Zone, and it's at mytimezone.io. And this is a browser plugin. Right now, it's only available for Chrome. However, they said it's coming for Safari and it's coming for Firefox. What it does is this. You install it, and then from that point forward, in any of those browsers, once the other ones are working, you highlight the time and the time zone, and you right-click, and it will give you what that is for your time zone. Oh, wow. So it's just a matter of uh, you're on a page, and it says where uh, the meeting is, uh, or the webinar, or whatever, mm-hmm. is at Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific. And you click on that, and it converts it and tells you that's 1 p.m. Eastern. Is that what exactly. I hear you saying? That, that's exactly it. It is so simple. It, it's one of those tools where it's like it does that one thing, and it does it well, and it's awesome. Awesome. MyTimeZone.io, is that where we find it? That's it. Thank you so much, Eric. You're welcome. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. 
We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon. So don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. And now for this week's interview with Amanda Bond. Helping you simplify your social safari, here's this week's expert guide. This week, I'm very excited to be joined by Amanda Bond. If you don't know who Amanda is, you need to know who Amanda is. She is one of the leading Facebook ad strategists. She's a regular correspondent on the weekly social media marketing talk show. Her Facebook ads course is called The Strategy System, and this is her second time back on the show in six months. Amanda, welcome back. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so jazzed up about our topic today. It's going to be a goodie. Well, today we're going to talk about Facebook custom audiences and all the awesome stuff that we can do with ads. And we're going to get into some of the new stuff on Facebook, uh, Facebook ads. So if you are like scratching your head, trying to figure out what in the world's been happening over the last few months, Amanda is here to demystify all that. So Amanda, um, let's start with defining what a custom audience is just in case somebody doesn't understand that? Absolutely. So what a custom audience is, is when you're doing Facebook advertising, Facebook is going to give you the ability to reach people who already have an existing relationship with your business. So that could be an existing customer or somebody that's perhaps interacted with your business on Facebook or Instagram. And we've been talking about these in so many of the live news shows because there's so many updates. So I'm really excited to bring them all into one segment where we can just give everyone the rundown on how to use them. So just to be clear, a custom audience is really remarketing or retargeting audience, right? Where we can somehow reach back to an audience that we've already somehow been in front of. Is that right? Absolutely. So they already have that existing relationship. And there's there's different ways that we can do it. They they might have been somebody who visited your website and therefore triggered off the Facebook pixel. Or they could be somebody that's coming to your email list or even interacted with your brand directly on the platform of Facebook or Instagram. So there's a number of ways to get into those audiences, but the common element is that they have an existing relationship. They're building affinity towards your brand. Okay. So Facebook has a number of different monikers or labels, if you were, for these different audiences, right? Maybe we could just spend a few minutes going through at the high level what they all are, and then we'll break down some of the new stuff that's come in the last couple of months. Perfect. Well, I, I love talking about it because there is so many new things that has have been unrolling in the last little while. So to get clear, visualize your ads manager right now. If you're driving, especially keep your eyes on the road, but visualize ads manager and you're going to go to your audience dashboard where then it's going to allow you to create audiences that we can put Facebook ads in front of. So once you're in that screen where you're creating audiences, the custom audiences are going to give you many different options. So there's going to be the option to upload a customer file or segment your website traffic. You can then interact with people who are interacting with your app activity or even offline activity. But the one that I get so fired up about is the engagement element of custom audiences. So we're definitely going to deep dive into those. Okay. So just to be clear, what I heard you saying is you can upload a file. So in this case, we're talking about like a 
uh, a CSV file of email addresses, really, right? Um, Absolutely. So that could be your customer database. It could be your um, email list. It could be anyone, you know, people that attended a webinar, any of that kind of stuff. And then segmenting your web traffic, um, that could be everything from people who visited your entire website to a specific page on your website to combinations of like visited this, not this, and all that kind of stuff. Am I right on that? Absolutely. You can be as simple as just saying my general website traffic, or like you said, you can get really segmented and ninja saying, hey, they visited this page, but maybe not this page yet. So you can create as many exclusions or multiple page visits as you want. There are ninja options, but of course we can start simple and do that later. And then interact with apps. I would imagine this is just for app developers. Exactly. And I, I don't know anything about that, but if you're an app developer, obviously, and they've uh, maybe uh, got a free trial of the app or spent a certain amount of time in there, I would imagine somehow that would work into uh, an audience on Facebook. Offline activities, uh, we know from the live show, this is stuff like uh, traveling to a store. What other kind of stuff falls into that? Calling by phone or there's just there's other measurements that Facebook is putting into place to bring some of the bigger brand retailers over to the platform. So my prediction is that the offline activity tracking is going to start attracting larger, um, larger advertising budgets coming into the Facebook ecosystem. So you heard that here. (laughs) And then the engagement elements, we're going to we're going to spend a lot of time talking about that next. Am I right? Absolutely. Engagement just fires me up because it is so fun and it is so in line with just social media marketing in general. So um, let's dig into it. What specifically about the engagement elements do we want to share with everybody? Okay, well, let's all first I'll do and give you just a recap of what they are. So if you're in your Facebook audience dashboard, and you're looking at those engagement elements, the first thing that you're going to notice is that beside five out of the six different ways to target engagement, you're going to see either updated or brand new, meaning Facebook is making so many changes to the way that it's allowing you to get back in front of your audience over and over again on Facebook. So for simplicity, I'll just run through them really quick. So the first one is video where you're creating a list of people who have watched at least three seconds of your videos on your Facebook page or your Instagram business profile. And you and I actually went in depth on this on a previous podcast episode. So I highly recommend checking that one out as well. Absolutely. I will uh, pull up the reference to that as you continue. Perfect. So the second one is lead forms. When you're creating a list of people who have opened or completed a lead form with your lead ads on Facebook or Instagram. So this is if you're already using lead ads in your advertising, you can get back in front of people who have opened or completed that form. Then we move on to the third one, which is full screen experience. So this is those canvas experience that is almost like a little micro website within the Facebook platform. So you can create a list of people who have opened those collections or those canvases on Facebook. That's number three. Then four, this one, I just this is probably my favorite right now is the Facebook page engagement. So anyone who stops by your Facebook page, and we're going to dive deeper into this, who have interacted with your page on Facebook, we can get to them 
again with our advertising. So this is really, really exciting. It's giving you a reason and motivation to spend more time on your social channels for your business. So five is our Instagram business profile. And I do want to just make a note there that it is a business profile. It's not your Instagram personal profile, but we can remarket to the people who have interacted with that business profile. That's a brand new one. So I believe that one's come in the own in the last five weeks or so. And then the next one, which is even newer, actually it's our last one here, is remarketing to people who have RSVP'd to an event on Facebook. And Very so cool. let's dive in and get to explaining those ones. Very cool. And by the way, if anybody wants to go back and listen to the uh, the podcast episode I did with the last one that I did with Amanda, it was called Facebook Radio, Video Retargeting for Live Video and Beyond. And that's episode 253, socialmediaexaminer.com slash 253. All right. Um, before we get started, can you... Um, let everyone know that you know when you create an audience, it doesn't go back in time and build it, right? It's only from that moment forward. Am I right or wrong on that? Uh, I'm going to say it depends. And of course, that's not always the greatest answer to give while you're live. So it depends, meaning if you're creating a custom audience that is off of Facebook, meaning your email list or your customers or your pixeled website traffic, those things can only go back as far as you have data for. So the moment that you put that pixel on your website, that is the furthest that Facebook can go back and start tracking it. So if you did that only seven days ago, of course, you're only going to have the last seven days of traffic, regardless of how many people that came to the website. So clarifying question, let's say that I've had a pixel for years on my site, but I decided that there's one page in particular that I want to create a subsegment out of that I haven't. Uh, you know, that I haven't created that audience before. Can, will it be smart enough to figure out all that those prior visitors to that particular like blog post, for example, and create an audience just about the people that read that post? Absolutely. The only caveat is Facebook only goes back 180 days in terms of segmenting those people to remarket oh, to. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, it is available, but it's not completely unlimited with the website traffic. Cool. So for, for customer file, it is only what you can upload with emails. For your website traffic, as long as the pixel there it goes back 180 days. But this is the really cool part. With engagement, as long as you've had a business page or an Instagram business profile, Facebook is going to allow you to retroactively, even if you've never created these audience segments before, in ads dashboard in ads manager, they're going to allow you to retroactively go back for 365 days. So the entire last year wow. of engagement on your page or your Insta profile. Cool. So we're going to zoom in now on three of the uh, engage three of the six or however many you mentioned um, of these in- engagement um, what did you call them? Yeah, Facebook page engagement options. Uh, let's start with the event Um, what can you do with a Facebook event? And maybe you could give us some examples and tips. Sure. Well, why don't we talk about social media marketing world? Because that is an amazing event that I know a lot of people are looking forward to. Perfect. So let's use that for context. 
With the event custom audience retargeting, what you can do is actually create an audience of people who responded going or interested to the event in the last year, like we said. So for example, social well, I media back, examiner- I could go back to la- last year then, couldn't I? You could absolutely go back to last year right now. Yeah. So- you, what you the only caveat there is that you need to make sure that the event is created directly from the business page itself. It can't be us using our personal profile to create events and then creating retargeting out of that. We have to remember that when advertising on Facebook, everything originates from that business page. So as long as that's the case, anyone who has responded going or interested in the last year, and you could do uh, either or, meaning you could choose somebody who said going and we could remarket to them with one message. We can choose people who responded interested. So let's say we're looking to market this year. Anyone that has said going likely already has their ticket. And so we might give them information in the Facebook newsfeed about the event or the speakers or the agenda so that they have a better experience at that event. But then we can send completely separate marketing messages to people who have only responded interested because there's a greater likelihood that they may not have bought their ticket yet. So Mm. we could just remind them to take that next action in the sales sequence. Interesting. The The concept here is kind of fascinating. First of all, we've got to get people to RSVP to the event on the Facebook event page, right? Um, I think if there's enough people who said interested, that would make a lot of logical sense for us to target those people, right? Because we, we could just create a... Um, uh, uh, we could create two lists, right? Two audiences, one that we know has already purchased, right? And we could do that by uploading our database to uh, Facebook, right? Of, of our purchasing customers. And Absolutely. then we could, we could, um, those that, that are interested, but have not yet purchased, we could go ahead and send them an ad, maybe incentivizing them to buy, to buy, right? Exactly. And the beauty with events on Facebook is that it keeps a lot of people RSVP to an event for the sheer fact of just getting the notifications that that event is going to provide them. Mm. So it's actually a lot easier for somebody to click interested or to click going directly on the Facebook platform. So we've been experimenting with some of our clients to see, okay, if we keep all the details for an upcoming event on Facebook and encourage our existing warm audiences, the people in these custom audiences to RSVP interested or going, we're seeing really great success because it's not taking them off the website and putting them through a whole rigmarole of getting registered. It is taking that user experience into account and making that intention, marking that intent to go easier than ever. Now we can just remind them and move them down the sales process and into that selling sequence if they haven't already taken that up yet. Now just imagine the day when we could advertise to everyone in our Facebook group to encourage them to go to our event, right? So I could see the sequence like this. Either everyone who's a fan who's, who happens to live in the region where the event is taking place on our Facebook page, we could advertise the event to get them over to the event, right? And then those that are say they're interested in the event, we could incentivize them to go from interested to going to the event. And if we can eventually do that to groups, that would be pretty powerful as well, couldn't, wouldn't it? 
Absolutely. I actually have a, a real ninja hack that I do for taking advantage of group members, even though that targeting isn't available. And it has exactly everything to do with these custom audiences. So when you use the video custom audience, what happens is that anyone who watches at least three seconds goes into that custom audience. So what we have people do is share the video of this uh, a highlight reel from last year's event, let's say. We share that video from the business page directly into the group. And then any group member who watches at least three seconds of that video can now be retargeted to, to RSVP to the event. Or we can go straight to the ticket sales process. So there's really fun sequences that you can stack together to build a customer journey through these audiences. Would you have to somehow unlist that video so you wouldn't get the fans of the page watching the video? Uh, you may do that. I would all like, I would also want my fans of that page to see the video as well, because I'm sure fans of the page as yeah. well as people in the group would both apply to that, to that offer going to that event. So cool. that would probably be on a case by case basis, depending on what your objective is for that event. Awesome. Let's talk about Instagram because the Instagram business profile stuff is kind of exciting. Tell us what can we do here uh, specifically, uh, you know, with Instagram. Okay. So with Instagram, this one is brand new for people who have spent time curating engaged audiences over on that platform. I remember the day that it came out, I messaged a few people and we had a celebration dance because now your efforts in curating that engaged audience can pay off because we can move them deeper into our sales processes and closer to becoming customers with this retargeting audience. So like I said before, it's a list of people who have interacted with your Instagram business profile. And so in the last year, there's, there's different ways that they could interact. So when you're creating this audience, you can specify absolutely everyone who is engaged with your business over on Instagram, or you can get a little bit more segmented in what you select. So I'll just list those off so that you can start brainstorming around how you can use this in your business. So you can target anyone who visited your business profile. So maybe they saw you in the discovery tab, but they didn't click through to the profile. So that might be somebody that, uh, engaged with the business on that individual post from the discovery tab, but they didn't investigate further and click through directly to the profile. So we could say, Hey, let's put an audience together of those people who visited the profile page, who showed a little bit more engagement. So that's the first thing that we can segment by. We can segment by people who engage with any post or ad. So this is post or ad. If you're advertising on Facebook, we can say, hey, did somebody click my ad? Did somebody like my ad? Did somebody comment on it? As well as with any post. That's a, that's a twofer. So, <laughs> that's a so hold on a second. Together. So when we say, uh, if we, we take the ad out of it for a second, what what is an engagement in a post? Is hitting play? I mean, well, actually... Let me rephrase. Uh, I'm not actively on Instagram. I'm just going to confess that. I have people on my team that are on it. So I guess the videos automatically play on, on Instagram. So does that 
does does watching a video count as an engagement or is it only like the hearting and commenting or what is it? So video views on Instagram do count, but they're a separate way of creating that audience that we're going to get to in just a second. So let's take video views out of it, but I'll clarify that engagement on a post includes anyone who's liking, they're commenting, they're saving it to their collection. They're doing carousel swipes when you have multiple images in one post. If it is an ad, they're clicking through, they're tapping that call to action button or they're um, sharing a post or ad using the direct message feature. So anything that is included except the video views. Like I said, we're going to get to that in just a minute. So hold on a second. So are all these quote unquote people that engage in any of these actions just thrown into one big bucket called, you know, Instagram business profile engagement? Or can you kind of segment like only those who looked at my profile versus only those who swiped through my carousel. You can't get that segmented to say out of this engagement action, show me only people who commented on the posts. We're not there yet. Who knows if we will be in the future, but you can say anyone who engaged with your business or we can have, there's four qualifiers. So they visited their business profile, they engaged with any post, and then the last two is anyone who sent a message to your business profile. So that is that chat functionality. If somebody is messaging your profile directly, we can segment them. And then lastly, anyone who saved a post or an ad to their own collection. So they deemed it uh, worthy enough to go back to or engaging something that they wanted to reference in the future. There's the four options, but unfortunately we can't say one, at the post level, we can't distinguish, hey, they visited these specific posts that pertain to this specific offer. I see. Not yet, fingers crossed that, you know, we get there. Um, however, we can say engage with the business as a whole or engage with the profile, a post, they either messaged or saved it. So what that's about, how it what breaks about down. Sto- what about Instagram stories? Instagram stories. So this one I'm not entirely clear on because there's no communication from Facebook that shows me where the viewers of Instagram stories are going into the business profile custom audiences. So I'm not going to relay that it does and give misinformation. So we'll get back to you on a future live show. So what can we do with this Instagram? Why is this business profile engagement thing important? Let's talk about like, you know, what can we do with all this? Absolutely. Well, think of it. So many social media marketers spend time curating attention, curating engagement on multiple platforms. You're on the Twitters, the LinkedIn's, the Instagram's, the Facebook. And so now when we are marketing our business. Now, when we are putting this attention out there, we can move people deeper into our sales processes. So the way that I look at it, there's three phases that we need to move people towards becoming customers. The first phase is all about cultivating attention. And that's what social media generally does. The second phase where this is where the ads start to play a really important role in that 
is finding your ideal clients or your prospects and putting relevant content in front of them to start a sales conversation, to really start to hone in on your ideal customer and move them towards making a purchase consideration in your business. So if you're a jewelry line or maybe an Etsy seller, and a lot of the time you're putting out organic content to get attention to your business, What we can then do with these retargeting audiences, these custom audiences is say, hey, you interacted with my brand on Instagram in a meaningful way. Perhaps you might be interested in seeing more pieces of my jewelry line or learning more about who we are and what we offer. So this is just a way to incentivize people to use Instagram even more on the organic side because we can then remarket and and do that reminder marketing to the right person who has had brand interactions in the past. I would imagine that you can interact with well, let's talk about the video. Actually, let's talk about the uh, the video side of Instagram. But what I was going to say is, I would imagine, and I don't exactly know. You might know the answer to this. Could, is it possible that you could look at someone's Instagram profile and not be uh, a follower of them, right? So I would imagine there could be a follower acquisition strategy here, right? Like, show me all the people that looked at my Instagram profile but are not actively following me on Instagram, and maybe show them an ad to incentivize them to follow me on Instagram. I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? Absolutely. Or whatever your objectives are, we can we can speak to those people. So they may have interacted with you in the discovery tab, but they didn't come over and like your profile or engage with anything else. You could incentivize them to do that, or you can share other relevant content that would get them interested in who you are and what you have to offer. When we talk about it, I like to call it indoctrinating people into who you are as a brand and what you stand for. Or you can take it one step further. And if you have sales offers, you can say, hey, you didn't make it all the way over to my business profile, but you engaged with me in the discovery tab. Depending on how long your sales cycle is, you could start getting them interested in the product that you have to offer. So whatever your objective is, you can use these audiences and customize it. You can customize the tactics to your own strategies based on what the objectives are. That's the beauty of this is that there are so many targeting options that you get to decide how to use them. You get to decide if you want to just work on the branding. Do you want to work on your lead generation or do you want to use it from more of a a close selling element? Did you want to mention anything about Instagram video views? Absolutely. Okay. So this is also one that just got updated. So in our prior podcast episode that you guys are definitely going to go check out after this, we talked all about Facebook video views and they just recently released the feature that anyone who watched at least three seconds of a video on your Instagram business profile, we can now segment them into a custom audience. Now, the cool thing about this feature is that it can go down to the individual video. It is so highly customizable that you can say people on Instagram that watched the video from this specific post, huh. let's remarket to them. That's slick. That, that, that gives you reason to believe that that's going to come to all the other posts that you do on Instagram, don't you think? 
I, th- my fingers are crossed for it. I don't, I don't want to speculate that it's going to happen, but it would be just phenomenal to be able to do that. Because what I get people thinking about is the sequential marketing that can happen along the way. So we see a lot of times with Facebook ads, let's use people who sell by webinar, for example. These are people that are just going out and marketing to completely cold audiences. They're putting a lead generation ad in front of people to say, hey, register for my webinar. And then the rest of the interaction takes place over in email. It's all of the automation that happens behind the scenes in those sales funnels, in delivering those emails to get people to show up for the webinar. Well, what we can do now is stay in front of people, stay top of mind with our brand by using all of these custom audiences and creating a curated customer journey. So with that webinar example, we can do the lead generation with people that are already in our warm audience. They're already in one of these just amazing segmented audiences that we can create here through engagement, through the custom audiences. So they register for the webinar. And then once they do, we can continue to show up and be relevant while they're in that purchase consideration phase. So no longer is it just all about building the email list the fastest. It's about creating an experience for your potential customers, creating that experience for your prospects to position your brand as a no-brainer. And so no matter how complex or how simple that sales process looks for you, these custom audiences are now allowing you to really get focused on how to take the attention that you get on social media and direct people towards becoming customers of your business. Okay. Let's talk about the Facebook page engagement. What's new? What's updated on that front? Okay, so Facebook page engagement is a list of people who interacted with your page on Facebook. And so this one breaks down very similar to what we just explained with the Instagram business profile. You can choose absolutely everyone who's engaged with your page in the last 365 days. So that is um, anyone who interacts with your page's organic content or your Facebook ads. So this this includes, even if it's just a Facebook ad and it's not published on your page, that engagement is also included in that broad audience of everyone. And then this one breaks down. I'll, I'll rapid fire list them off and then we can go into them. So you can do anyone who visited your page, people who engaged with any post or ad, people who clicked any call to action button, then the people that sent a message to your page or saved your page or any post. So those are the five different ways that we can drill down to the specifics. Again, with the uh, Instagram business profile, we don't have the ability, unless it has a video in it, to segment by the exact specific post yet. <laughs> so it's the same as Instagram then. But Absolutely it, But it same. does allow you to do the video level just like Instagram. Is that correct? Yes. So the video level, anyone who watched at least three seconds of your video, you can select that individual video to create a custom audience around. So let's talk about like specifically on the Facebook page, let's give an example 
or a ninja tip or something about how to kind of like help people in their mind track what they could potentially do with this. Absolutely. So let's say you are hosting an event and let's use social media marketing world again as an example, because I've seen a really awesome highlight reel from a previous year's event. So what could be done is promoting that highlight reel organically. You don't have to do it with Facebook ads, but to your existing audience And then anyone who watches at least three seconds of that highlight reel can be put into a custom audience that we now ask them to RSVP to this year's event. Hmm. So whatever the, whatever the objective of that individual is, we can create a follow-up sequence. I've seen some really great examples with our clients who host a weekly Facebook live show. And in that live show, they reference a specific freebie or something to download, a checklist, an actionable item. And then what we do is anyone who engaged with that video, with that Facebook live show episode, we follow up with a lead generation ad only to those people referencing the exact verbiage that was shared in the video about why it's relevant, why they should go download it. So we're extending the life and conversations around that Facebook live show episode. So if you're using the live stream functionalities, if people are showing up and attending and you have an opt-in or a freebie that you can direct people to, Afterwards, you can actually put an ad in front of the people, those exact people that watch that exact episode and remind them to download it. And we're seeing just incredible results with the cost to do that, like the, the cost to get somebody to download who has had a previous brand exp- or brand impression is just night and day difference than going out with the exact same content, the exact same freebie or checklist It is just night and day difference and so much more cost effective to talk to people that have already had that exposure to your brand. And just to be clear, we could always target our fans of our page, but the engaged quote unquote fans is like a subsegment really, right? So this could just be potentially a more economical way for us to get in front of a smaller subset. And I would imagine we could probably say all fans that engaged with anywhere on the page within the last 30 days. Is that correct? Or is it only those have done certain kinds of actions. So it's anyone who has engaged with the page, which is visited your page, engaged with the posts or ads, remember. So they're right. they're reacting, they're liking, they're sharing, they're commenting, they're clicking your links, they're swiping your carousels. Any interaction that they've had directly with your brand on Facebook. So I just, and from what you said there, I actually want to flip the script because most people think that they're, custom page engagement audience is likely smaller than the number of people that like their page. And so I'm going to dispel that myth because what happens a lot of the times is that people will see our pages content when our audience is sharing out relevant information to their audiences. So most times your video views audience and your page engagement on Facebook is exponentially larger than the number of people that follow uh, bingo, your page. Bingo, bingo. So now you could combine, you could say, target those who've in, engaged with my page and who are not a fan. 
Am I right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's like, wow, okay, that's like a whole new audience that we didn't even think of, right? Absolutely. And so another ninja ninja tip that I have here, I have started teaching people about something called engagement looping. So what this means is if we can retarget people who have engaged with our page, we want to incentivize that engagement. Well, how do we do that as brands? We just humanize our page. We go and we use engagement looping. So when somebody shares your content organically from your page, go to the page that shared it or the person that shared it and just thank them. Add a comment to their share, which spurs more engagement. It actually serves it up to the audience of the person that shared, which is outside of the audience of the people that like your page. Hmm. So go and thank them. Or I like to do, I have, I have a little trick where I do three in a row. I thank them for sharing. I leave a, a fun little emoji string and then I ask them a question. And so that question encourages them to come back to the post and engage with me. So For me, I have a smaller page, but my page engagement audience is four times the size of the audience that actually likes the page. That's the impact that this audience has the potential to make for businesses who are doing social media well. That's golden. Any other creative combinations that we ought to mention here? Because I think the magic is sometimes in the using this audience, not this audience, or this audience and this audience. Any other creative combinations? Uh, so there's, there's two things that I just want to say. One is because there are so many options, what I find is when people first find out about them, they go into analysis paralysis. So I always want to say, start very simple, get clear. And then the second thing is the fact that we're using engagement audiences. We're using the Facebook algorithm to our benefit. Meaning when you do put Facebook ads in front of people, they've already interacted with you in some way. So they're more likely to take the actions that you're asking them to do for less. Hmm. And so let's, let's use that to our advantage. And in one creative way that I'm doing right now, we are preparing for a launch with a client. But the client hasn't been on social media very much. They've been traveling and they've been um, preparing behind the scenes for a launch. So what we don't want to do is start the launch and then make a crazy big hoopla out of the gate with Facebook advertising dollars Instead, we're reminding people that the brand exists. So to do that, we are uploading a weekly um, Q&A type video. It's like a a dear diary type video where Mm -hmm. the client answers questions that their audience submits. So once somebody watches that video, it triggers a sequence of events. So that's using the video views custom audience. And so what happens next is the next day they see an ad that encourages them to engage with the page. And so the day after that, now on the second day, an Instagram story will pop up and interact with them on a new platform and so on and so forth. So you can use these in really fascinating ways when you say, okay, 
this video is going to be a trigger point. What is the next sequence of events over X amount of days? You could have, you could have a sequence in place that over seven days, it takes people through um, an introductory sequence. So the exact same content that you might drip out over email, you could choose to drip it out over Facebook ads. And the people that engage with that video will see that content through your ads. Wow. (laughs) And I know other people just said, wow, when I said, wow, they're like, holy cow, keep Amanda going. But folks, you know what? Amanda Bond is amazing, but we are, and we're, I'll bring you more Amanda in the future for sure, especially if you come listen to, to my other show. Amanda, um, why don't you tell everybody where they can discover more about you and your courses and all that fun stuff? Absolutely. Well, I am a big proponent of ungating all my content because I want the most amount of people to experience me and play in the engagement looping game. So come on over to my Facebook page at facebook.com slash the ad strategist. Amanda Bond, thank you so much for bringing your wisdom this week with us on the show. Absolute pleasure. And I'm so excited to see how everyone puts these into play. Well, I hope you found a lot of value in today's interview. If there was anything we mentioned and you missed it, don't worry. We take all the notes for you by visiting socialmediaexaminer.com slash 276. That's where you'll find those notes. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player. This brings us to the end of another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner. I'll be back with you next week, I promise. I hope you make the absolute best out of your day and may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.